Hearken to the reed flute. It complains, lamenting its banishment from its home. Ever since they tore me from my osier bed, my plaintive notes have moved men and women to tears. I burst my breast, striving to give vent to sighs, and to express the pangs of my yearning for my home. He who abides, far away from his home, is ever longing for the day he shall return. My wailing is heard in every throng, in concert with them that rejoice and them that weep. Each interprets my notes in harmony with his own feelings, but not one fathoms the secrets of my heart. My secrets are not alien from my plaintive notes, yet they are not manifest to the sensual eye and ear. Body is not veiled from soul, neither soul from body. Yet no man hath ever seen a soul. This plaint of the flute is fire, not mere air. Let him who lacks this fire be accounted dead. Tis the fire of love that inspires the flute. Tis the ferment of love that possesses the wine. The flute is the confidant of all unhappy lovers. Yea, its strains lay bare my inmost secrets. Who hath seen a poison and an antidote like the flute? Who hath seen a sympathetic consoler like the flute? The flute tells the tale of love's bloodstained path. It recounts the story of Majnan's love toils. None is privy to these feelings save one distracted. His ear inclines to the whispers of the tongue. Through grief my days are as labor and sorrow. My days move on, hand in hand with anguish. Yet though my days vanish thus, tis no matter. Do thou abide, O incomparable pure one, but all. Who are not fishes are soon tired of water, and they who lack daily bread find the day very long, so the raw comprehend not the state of the ripe. Therefore it behoves me to shorten my discourse. Arise, O son, burst thy bonds and be free. How long wilt thou be captive to silver and gold, though thou pour the ocean into thy pitcher? It can hold no more than one day's store. The pitcher of the desire of the covetous never fills. The oyster shell fills not with pearls till it is content. Only he, whose garment is rent by the violence of love, is wholly pure from covetousness and sin. Hail to thee, then, O love, sweet madness! Thou who healest all our infirmities, who art the physician of our pride and self-conceit, who art our Plato and our Galen? Love exalts our earthly bodies to heaven and makes the very hills to dance with joy. O lover, t'was love that gave life to Mount Sinai when it quaked and Moses fell down in a swoon. 
Did my beloved only touch me with his lips, I too, like the flute, would burst out in melody. But he, who is parted from them that speak his tongue, though he possess a hundred voices, is perforce dumb. When the rose has faded and the garden is withered, the song of the nightingale is no longer to be heard. The beloved is all in all. The lover only veils him. The beloved is all that lives, the lover a dead thing. When the lover feels no longer love's quickening, he becomes like a bird who has lost its wings. Alas, how can I retain my senses about me when the beloved shows not the light of his countenance? Love desires that this secret should be revealed, for if a mirror reflects not, of what use is it?